We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You knew it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! Woo! How you guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Golden Bears podcast, the Bearcast. Uh, we have a couple of changes to announce today uh we have a guest here in the house yeah uh, i'm officially a guest now <laughs> since i <laughs> trace is no longer the co-host he is a yeah. he's he's a guest today i've been demoted here and promoted elsewhere yeah. so yeah and then uh our new co-host is uh our dear writer uh from golden blogs andy yep yeah you want to introduce yourself a little yep. bit. Uh, my name is Andy. I graduated in 2011, and I worked for the football team for the junior year, my junior year, where we lost in the Poinsettia Bowl. And uh, yeah, man, this is my favorite part of the day. Yeah, you, you missed me by a year there on the working for the football team. Really? Yeah, I was in video the next year through my senior year. So, so. do you know Antonio Machado and Chris Vargas? Any of those guys? Uh, I remember Vargas. I rem- yeah, I remember Antonio. I saw him like last year. Yeah, good those, guy. Those are all my both of them. Good guys. Yeah, you know that uh, yeah. equipment. Yeah, no, no, strong right and there. <laughs> they've had so many different equipment managers <laughs> since then. So I think they're on like their fifth or sixth since then. Yeah, there's nobody left. No, no. <laughs> This makes it seem like we literally just walked in here and just started recording the podcast, but we've been sitting here for about 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're just getting acquainted with each other. Well, you know, we can't get to know each other without talking into a microphone first, so, you know. That is true. That's how Trace and I first got to know each other. Yeah. We, we I mean, literally just started recording. And then pretty much. <laughs> this is what happened. Um, there was a lot of Cal News this week. Uh, this past week was... Yeah. I mean, yesterday, yeah, yeah, more so the weekend and then Sunday. I yeah, think that I mean, was, it's it was, was a slow crescendo from Thursday up to the announcement of Sunday and then the wave that has followed. Yeah, so. it, it, it was like a fireworks show. Like, you see yeah. the first pops, you know, on Thursday. Friday, yeah. Saturday was, you know, the middle part where it's, you know, and then on Saturday, Sunday. You got they, the full everything. on. Everything. They just threw everything up. You got the, the full on Mickey Mouse experience at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> So let's Mouse get, ears and all. Let's get to it. Uh, draft week was this past week. Yeah. Um, and Jared Goff goes number one overall. I mean, were you guys expecting anything else different to go ha- happen in this draft? I mean, 
that we all pretty much expected. I don't know about you guys. I have this thing about being a Cal fan where, you know, like I think on the blog, a lot of people talk about like we can't have nice things. And it's gotten into my head, especially because my dad went to Cal. So I've been dealing with, you know, falling short of expectations for a long time now. Um, So even when I was writing the mock draft post, seeing everybody putting him at number one, I was still like, "Mm, maybe they go over to Wentz. But everything I read was goff, goff, goff. And that was awesome. Free advertisement for Cal on national television. Got to believe that influenced the, you know, other news this weekend. Yeah. And yeah. That was sweet. Uh, I wasn't Fonte Mack, which was a good sign. So <laughs> Kevin Costner did not influence Jeff Fisher's draft room. They did have Mike Silver in the uh, Rams war room. So that was kind of a hint that they were going to take golf. And also the same colors, the jerseys look relatively similar so they honestly those rams jerseys look great yeah i don't know if you guys got to read mike silver's uh like feature yeah. post um but it basically basically the the gist of it is they decided they wanted golf two years ago that's oh yeah yeah. That's, yeah that's the general gist of what the article was saying is and they had they've had his eye on they've had their eye on him two years ago so yeah, they worked him out a couple months ago before mm-hmm. they even thought about trading up. And yeah. they're like, oh, we like this kid. We'll see if he'll come to us. Then, nope, we're going to have to trade to the top. So be it. Let's do it. Yep. And they took three receivers and two tight ends to give him some people to throw to. None of which were Cal guys. No, they took a tight end from Western Kentucky. <laughs> they didn't even take the German wide receiver. That would have been cool. but Yeah, but that was... If you guys were watching the draft, that was also because... Um, that was Mayock. Who, Mayock uh, who called Mike Zimmer. And said, draft this guy. He seems pretty cool. <laughs> the following draft pick, he gets picked. Yeah. And that was before any of our other any of our guys had gotten drafted, which that was the insane part. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised Lawler fell as much as he did, but we'll get to that here yeah. in a moment. Um, the, scene, the scenes around Berkeley, I mean, I watched... I wanted to be just in... The, the heart of it. So a friend of mine and we went to Pappy's and we enjoyed it from there. And the entire, everyone, you know, I saw, uh, you know, I saw, what's it? Uh, an Andrew Luck Colts jersey, uh, uh, Tory Smith Ravens jersey. Um, All in one place. Yeah. Who's who's the fullback for the Niners right now? Um, Bruce Miller. I saw a Bruce Miller Niners jersey. That's a true fan. <laughs> that is 100% a true fan. Gotta be, because I'm pretty sure he got arrested last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there was that, and then a whole bunch of Jared Goff jerseys, and you know, I saw a Jet, I think a Jets t-shirt too. Um, and so, but it's just crazy that all they're all different fans, but for that single moment when Jared gets drafted, everyone is going nuts. Um, and then, of course, I'm pretty sure all of you guys have seen the video of the football team going crazy mm-hmm. um, at that, that, was that awesome. viewing at the memorial. I mean, that... That was genuine. They'd all go ecstatic. to his twenty-first birthday party. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they yes. all did. Probably they probably did. They probably did. Yeah, um, that was like the epitome of what Dykes brings to the table. Yeah. Like, obviously, we want a little bit more on the win side, but from the the beginning of when he arrived, he talked about this like level of chemistry and establishing it. Yeah. yeah, and to see that reaction, even just to put on that event and have them there to have them watching it. I mean, you could flip back to Rod- – we all thought Rodgers was going to go one to the Niners, yeah. right? And um, But we didn't have that same feel. And, and that, to me, is the unique part about our program in a way uh, that I haven't seen before being around the team. And, yeah, talk- I mean, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be partying with those guys. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Probably a very f- fun day and night uh, for those guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless they probably got some free food up there, which is <laughs> always nice. Yeah. I mean, the – 
like you know, I I wrote the post of with all the little sound bites and all the little uh, pictures and stuff that went up, and I think for me the coolest, still the coolest part was uh, he did his post draft conference where he goes up on stage, does the whole thing with Roger Goodell, and then he goes backstage, um, and then you know does a little po- uh, co- media conference with the uh, the guys that are in the back, and the last thing he says as he stands up is he says Go Bears, and yeah. I think that that pretty much epitomized just what he meant to this school and how much he liked being here. And, I mean, that also showed it when he was declaring for the draft, too, right? The guy was crying. Like, he was shedding tears. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't bawling like Sharif Abdurrahim when he was leaving, but he still had, he, you know, he was, he was choking up yeah. uh, when he was declaring to leave, so. It's tough, yeah. but he's now going to soak his tears in all the money he's going to be making. <laughs> and you, so. you read that piece about him not liking to be in coach? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be spending a lot of time in first class from here on out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a problem. Yeah. I mean, he's 6'4", and I'm, I'm a few inches smaller than that, and my knees already hit stuff, so uh, I think we can all commiserate. Can I, can I put a little asterisk since we're talking about coach and first class? Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that picture of Carson Wentz and Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, but it, it, uh, it was a me. It was it was actual photos of them on their planes going to their respective teams the following day. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott is in a private jet. Carson Wentz is walking into a plane to sit and coach. Wow! <laughs> and wow! The, the difference between being drafted by the Cowboys versus the Eagles, like that's what the thing. Wentz that, is just kind of cheap. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I mean, but it's the Eagles would have paid for it, right? Yeah, I mean, hopefully, but you never know. Yeah. I think he probably has to sign on the dotted line of the contract. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was oh, the poor guy. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He's got to get used to getting booed and in painful oh positions God. and having batteries thrown at him. I've been going hard on the Philly fans lately, and <laughs> <laughs> don't think it's going to stop. No, no, not at all. And they've had enough misery for let's see, the Phillies are pretty bad, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were good. Yeah, they you won know, in 2008. Yeah, right. With and that's the Ryan last... Howard and Chase Utley, that team. And then that's all kind of falling apart. Yeah. So it's a sad time for Philadelphia. Yeah, but it wasn't a sad time. Uh, it was a sad time for Cal fans because we waited uh, until round five for one of our guys to get drafted. That was a shocker because most of the mock drafts and everyone had some of our wide receivers, maybe even Lasko pegged. Um, on day two. I figured Lawler would go third round, yeah. if not fourth. Yeah, but he wasn't even the first, the next one off. It was Trevor Davis who ended up going to Green Bay. And what a what a great place for him to land. I mean, yeah. he gets to start, probably gets a chance to probably start in the special teams with returns and all that. Yeah. And then gets to be that speedster on the outside with Aaron Rodgers throwing them. <laughs> they don't have a return guy, really. I know they've... They've cycled through a lot of different guys. Uh, they used to have Jeremy Ross. Yeah. yeah. Then I he mean, fumbled his every, way out of that yeah. Everybody's had Jeremy Ross. <laughs> I think he went through like... Every single NFC North teams. team, I'm pretty sure he's been on. Everyone except the Ravens, I think. Or not Ravens, Vikings. He's playing for the Ravens right now, I think. Yeah. But they need a guy who can do that. I mean... Apparently, I guess Ty Montgomery hasn't solidified his hold there. Jared Aberderis. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Um, um, yeah, Devontae Jeff Adams Janice. had all that hype yeah. last year in camp yeah. and did nothing. I think I think Trevor Davis is going to be a stud. Yeah. Uh, I'm the most biased person, obviously, from being in California. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, it was uh, 
Todd McShay was the one who said that when he was watching Jared's tape that it was Trevor Davis that kept popping up the whole mm-hmm. time, being yeah. like quick to the ball, really good hands. I could see him doing extremely well, especially with our boy up there. Yeah. I mean, two ways you can already get him the ball is, one, you send him on long streaks, and Aaron's going to, if he's open yeah. and with one-on-one coverage, he's going to throw him the ball. Rodgers has the best arm. Yeah, and second, the way he's run in the screen pass game for us for two years now, and I'm pretty sure they've seen that tape as well, and mm-hmm. they'll probably put in one or two plays to get him the ball through a screen pass. I mean, it, yeah. it would work. Just quick screens yeah. to him, and he can go. I mean, the, the Green Bay... I'm surprised uh, they didn't get Lawler for those Hail Marys. Yeah. They're going to have... <laughs> Trace, you love Lawler. <laughs> I do. Yeah. The dude has massive hands. He's a freaking frying pan on yeah. his own. So on that note, let's move on to round six, because Kenny Lawler got drafted to the They're Seahawks. both actually in round seven. Oh, seven. My bad. Seven. It's all oh, good. Yeah. Seven. That's right. I... Maybe I wanted to believe it was round six. It was the optimist in you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kenny got drafted to the Seahawks in round seven. Yeah, that's no, that's just... a damn steal for them. <laughs> it's my worst nightmare. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm glad to have no dog in that fight. Yeah. I, they didn't have a, a red zone wide receiver threat. Now they got pretty yeah. much the guy with the biggest hands in the draft at that yeah. position. So and they've made a living off of getting guys late in there with a curse and Baldwin. Baldwin was the best wide receiver in football for the last like six games last yeah. year. Yeah. It was out of and he it was a Stanford guy, right? Yeah. 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 Sadly. They, they like their Pac twelve guys up there. They Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. Richardson, yeah. Sherman, Marshawn. Marshawn. Four bunch set, of USC four guys. Set was on the, that team for a while. That's right. Uh, Carroll came in, and just took all the <laughs> took all back twelve. Who's that center Maine. from Oregon that uh, they had? Max Unger. Unger. There you go. Yeah. I mean, he got traded, but yeah, they they've Pete Carroll's made a living off of looking at Pac twelve schools. Yeah, and, and it's worked. And this is this is another weapon just for Russell Wilson to throw around to. I mean, he's gonna he could literally chuck it up anywhere to Kenny and yeah. If, he's a, if there's an undersized corner, oh, dear Lord, have mercy on that corner because he's going to be on a highlight reel tape. Yeah. I mean, the trend in the NFL is toward larger corners, but Kenny's, although he doesn't always do well with bump and run coverage and just tighter coverage in general, he can. he's pretty much open no matter what yeah. just because of his catch radius. So I mean, the bigger thing is for him, going into the NFL as a rookie, playing against those corners, playing against that secondary in practice every single game, uh, regardless whether it's their ones or their twos, because they draft pretty much the same size and the specs for their corners and their safeties. So there's not going to be much better competition when it comes to secondaries in the NFL versus your own teammates that you're going to be practicing with day in and day out. That's a... Like extremely good point. I didn't even think about that. That he could ramp up to that level yeah. rather than my biggest concern with Kenny is his speed. And when he had his forty, I expected definitely a little bit faster. And but you look at someone like Alshon Jeffrey, he dropped what when he was out of South Carolina, I was like, oh, he's going first round. He dropped late to the Bears, and he's got the biggest mitts of anyone maybe in the NFL, and he's killing it. So, I mean, didn't. If I'm remembering correctly, back in the day, Terrell Davis ran something like a 4-7 or something of that sort in the 40, and then he wins two Super Bowls. I think he won a Super Bowl MVP in there and retires and goes off into the sunset. And I mean, I don't think speed is going to be that big a problem for him. He's He has very good functional speed. 
and maybe that didn't translate itself well into straight line speed for the 40, but I, I believe in him. So, and he's just jumped off the page in a very literal sense the past few years. So, I mean, that first Arizona game where he actually got playing time, yeah, it, it was the one of the few bright spots of 2013 that this guy's making one-handed yeah. catches. <laughs> I, that was my senior year. I'm still very unhappy about that. I'm super happy I wasn't in school. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to watch every practice. <laughs> Not fun, but, you know, you see guys like Goff develop and all that. But let's move on to Lasco right yeah. now. I could pontificate all day. Yeah, well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, right a couple picks later, uh, Daniel Lasco gets drafted to the Saints. I mean... Crowded backfield. Crowded. But I'm sure I'm willing to bet one or two of those veterans in that backfield are going to get cut. Yeah. yeah. Spiller's um, going to get hurt. Yeah. For sure. He's yeah. made a glass. And if anything, he's he's going to be – he has the skill set to fill in what Pierre Thomas was on that team. Yeah, and he'll, he'll play on special teams. He'll rock some guys on special teams. He destroyed someone this year. Uh, was it the USC game? Lasco on Something special like teams. That. He just blew someone up on a. He just ran yeah. and just. I, I don't know what happened. All of us were questioning who's that number two because we. It, heck, was, it, wasn't it wasn't Allensworth. We know for sure <laughs> it wasn't Allensworth. We were. What, who the heck is that two? I mean, Allensworth did have a very good game against USC, but it was not on that play. <laughs> no, no, it definitely was not. Um, Lasco, I think he hit a Dory Jackson or. Yeah, it might have been. It was on a kickoff or a I, punt return. Either ja- I think it was Jackson because I think it might have injured him. <laughs> was that memory- the one where he broke his hand? It might have been that. I think so because yeah. he, he put a put the hurt on him. I mean, but what do you guys think of this pick? Uh, to the Saints, uh, kind of rebuilding mode, uh, but you still got Drew Brees. You still got a pretty decent O-line there. Um, he could Mark Ingram was probably going to get the bulk of the carries, but step in, be that change of pace back if he could – possibly get in there and win some snaps i mean you'll have him getting passes out of the backfield too because he's he's shown that he can he can make plays out of the backfield he has the record for the longest play in cal history yeah yeah so yeah, i've i think, yeah, this one to you this. my biggest thing with lasco is you think of the typical like ron gould school of running back mm-hmm. all we did in practice was have somebody with the like the boxing, boxing glove. glove, yeah, you yeah. Know, that's my out. favorite part. And and you're just like, yeah, no wonder EC didn't fumble. No wonder, and all these guys just never fumbled the ball. And the thing that I noticed with Lasco is he put the ball on the grounds consistently. And I felt like that was why he kept not being able to get back in games. Mm-hmm. And if he does that in the NFL, we all know that won't work. But if he gets that solved. I'm shocked he went seventh round. The guy tested the best of any running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually, like, when you're that much of a physical specimen, especially in this day and age, they're like, oh, who cares about college? We're going to draft you really high. So I think he's a steal. Sean Payton's offense is a lot of fun to play in. Brandon Cook's on offense is a real nice target. And then if he gets to open up the way that um, Darren Sproles did in that type of offense, I mean, he could be lightning. Yeah, and maybe that may can go back to Coach Gould and see if he'll let him run a few drills. Seriously, maybe the hand on the ground, the boxing glove on a stick, and all the pass blocking drills because all of those running backs were great pass blockers too. I, you know, when Ingram left, and that was a disaster. And I kept going back and thinking to Sonny's first decision at Cal, which was 
keep Pierre Ingram or keep Gould because Gould was open to it and he lasted between the Holmel to Tedford yeah. transition and I was like uh, there was a lot of noise and you know we went forward with Ingram and yeah they wanted to keep they wanted to bring in their guys they, yeah totally every time we have that I mean we still have that position technically yeah. open right I'm like if he uh, Sashray's the RB's oh, coach right yeah. now okay he's, moved, he's over. moved over he's he's fine with yeah. it but he's done it before I can say that but but he's not on Ron Gould's level. No. He's not Coach Gould. Let's no. bring back RBU. Let's bring back Gould. <laughs> yeah, you, when you have a 1,000-yard rusher every single year, <laughs> I I don't know. That's a whole can of worms that I don't <laughs> think we can go into. Yeah. So those were the only guys that got drafted, uh, sadly. But a lot of guys signed uh, undrafted free agent uh I don't know, contracts? Uh, is it contracts? It is contracts. Yeah. Uh, contracts with a whole bunch of NFL teams. So, you know, let me just read you guys the list. Um, and then if you guys can pick maybe one or two guys that you think would be great fits with that team. Granted, a lot of the undrafted free agents don't end up staying with the team that they first signed with and go to camp with. They get signed to other teams and so on. But for now, let's just say that they stick with these. So Darius White and Steph McClurg uh, signed with the Colts. Darius Powell signed with the New York Giants. Uh, Maurice Harris with the Washington Redskins. Bryce Treggs with the 49ers. Steven Anderson and Jalen Jefferson with the Houston Texans. So, Trace first? I think that Treggs will probably stick just because I don't think the Niners have anybody. <laughs> Their roster's kind of died over the past couple of years. You're killing my team. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Raider fan. I'm sorry. It's tough. But I think Harris will also stick just because they, they're – they're getting someone who I always thought he was about 90% of what Kenny Lawler does well, but he, he does a few things a little bit better than Lawler. He's a little more, he makes the routine plays a little bit better. I know Lawler struggled with some of the routine plays, but came out out of, with some of the most pull the ball out of your, you know, where catches, but Harris is a more routine player. He can make the crazy catches on occasion. He gives Cousins another huge target. And honestly, I don't know enough about the other teams to say too much to their effect. What about you, Andy? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, um, I totally agree on Treggs. I think, uh, I mean, he came in, what, 4 3 40. And, yeah, he um, called it too. Yeah. Yeah, that I was I think it was awesome. 4 3 9 officially, which is. Impressive. Yeah. And then you look at Chip Kelly's offense, possession receiver, uh, running over the middle. Like, I don't want that guy getting any concussions, so just be careful. But I think he'll, yeah. I think he'll stick in the offense. I'm really rooting for the defense, like the defensive guys, so it'll lead to some sort of momentum. Yeah. Um, Darius White, I thought, was really impressive, and he has really good length. I'd be kind of surprised if he wasn't able to stick. And Stephen McCoy is super, like, cerebral type player which always plays very well at safety position you're kind of like the captain of defense uh, in a way at that position and then finally like or the quarterback so to speak and then Steven Anderson I mean the guy was a walk-on with us uh, that type of motor effort I think will play very well at the NFL level and we keep talking about special team contributions and we have a lot of guys that are willing to do that I think he could be someone that sticks for sure. I don't know enough about, like, Mo Harris and Darius Poe um, to honestly give a proper judgment about them. Um, I know they look good to me, but I know that I'm yeah. not the best resource. Yeah, and Pau is – I think he'll be solid there. I have no clue if he'll stick with the Giants, though. Just 
I know they have a lot of receivers. At one this thing, point. one thing to note about Powell in terms of his his forty his forty speed, I think, uh, and his measurables in terms of his jump and um, was it like his his wingspan, so on and so forth. Measurables, his equivalent from a couple of years ago, Des Bryant. <laughs> That's insane. So, because I know he was in. The, so, I don't. So when I yeah, did the I'm, hand timing at the pro day, it was a. Uh, I got four three eight for his forty, yeah. which is probably off by a good tenth of a second. But even putting it at that, say he had a four five, that's yeah. still excellent. Yeah, for a receiver of his size, because mm-hmm. he put on weight to be that kind of bigger bodied receiver mm-hmm. that you don't. That you want going over the middle in that kind of like H back role. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it going. If he pans out like how we expect him to pan out with that size and his his ball skills, having Odell Beckham on one side and having a big body guy like this on yeah. the other, oh dear lord, that's a matchup nightmare. Yeah, and then you have Victor Cruz in the mix, there. exactly running right. in the slot everywhere, all over the middle. So, yeah. well, I mean, if you guys, we'll is there any like scenario that you're particularly rooting for um, with? the offensive players like let's say is it better for us if all offensive guys stick or is it better if we have like a mixed bag or does it not matter whoever sticks sticks and i kind of want steven anderson to go to the raiders just out of personal <laughs> want i personally wanted this is this is a total crapshoot but i wanted uh lasco to be drafted by the raiders i think round three it got to the raiders about halfway through and i said yeah they got a guy from texas tech yeah you could take round. a gamble on him you could take a gamble yeah. Local guy too. Yeah, guy would love to play for. Would be a great, great complimentary back local, to Latavius Murray. I thought yeah. that's what I thought, but yeah. But instead, they'll stick with a uh, uh, what the what's his name? Damn, this is gonna bother me. The guy from Eastern Washington, Vernon Adams. Uh, no, not him. The, the other Taiwan Jones. There uh, we go. Oh so yeah, they they have him to compliment Latavius, and yeah. may, I think Daniel Lasco would be a much better fit than Roy Hillu. Yeah, but, yeah. Roy Hulu's been in the league forever. Yeah, it's, I know. I think he graduated twenty eleven wow. from Nebraska and then went to the pros. But yeah, he's been around. It's my one of my roommates freshman year was from was a big Nebraska fan. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. How does he like Mike Riley? Uh, I haven't talked to him much about it to be <laughs> honest, but I'm not sure he likes him. Yeah. You know, back to Andy's, Andy's question. For me, I think it would have to be one or two of the defensive guys. Um, granted, there's no talk of like a Moose or uh, even Cragen or any of those guys. Um, but the, the offensive guys are going to come through. I mean, regardless, you know, even we're, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but the guys we have on our team right now in a couple years, I think they'll be drafted as well um, on our offense. So I think offensive production, I think, is consistently going to go to the NFL just because of the system we run and the numbers that they're going to take, and plus the the great, great recruiting that our coaching staff has done, finding those three-star guys or four-star guys with a chip on the shoulder and developing them um, into guys that get undrafted but get signed or even get drafted. So and Even a walk-on in the case of Steven Anderson. Exactly, exactly. So for a guy like D. White, I mean – Granted, he only played two years because of a junior college transfer, but um, him or even a four-year four year player like McClure. Um, personally, McClure, I would love to see him develop into kind of like an Eric Weddle type. Um, I, he, for me, I don't it, think he can grow facial hair like that. <laughs> I don't think so either. But for me, the mold's about the same. I mean, I'm a Chargers fan, so I grew up watching Eric Weddle uh, play, but he wasn't the fastest. Um, he wasn't always the most hard-hitting 
but he always had that little mental game about him, and he always made the smart play rather than go for the the abnormal, like crazy blow up mm-hmm. play that you see guys like uh, Antro roll and, and those. He's big, the big opposite of Bob Sanders. Exactly. Is what you're saying yes, yes, exactly. Um, so I hope he can develop into that type of guy, and that'd be that'd be a great pickup for the Colts on that defense. I mean, they struggled a lot last year, so uh, they struggled a lot in a lot of places. So. <laughs> They're Andrew Luck right now, and that's about it. Can we discuss one thing before uh, we move on to our football recruiting? Is uh, mm-hmm. Kevin Hogan? Are you are you kidding me? Uh, drafted right before Kenny Lawler, I believe. Uh, I thought he was drafted right before Trevor Davis. Was it right before Trevor Davis? Regardless, I mean, he was a fifth rounder. Yeah. <laughs> really? Well, he'll really? have a good shot put career. <laughs> We'll yes. see. Yes, he will. Are hand punters allowed in the NFL now? Yeah. I mean, they drafted uh, – the Lions drafted a long snapper in the sixth sixth round, so. Uh, who did who traded up to get that kicker? That would be Florida Tampa State, Bay. Tampa Bay. Well, you know, the last time Jameis Winston and that kicker, Robert Aguayo, played together, they went undefeated. So Fair enough. There's math to this. <laughs> Why? They're, they're going to go undefeated next year? No. <laughs> they have – uh, what's his name? Dirk Coder, as or yeah, Cutter, yeah, old ASU coach, and he was horrible at ASU. Yeah, they loved so. his offense last year enough to get rid of Lovey, who then yeah, which in, I guess we can thank them for the fact that Hardy Nickerson bounced exactly and went to Illinois. So. You know, this is actually Tedford's fault. <laughs> this is all Tedford's fault. Yes, actually, he or not technically his fault, but his heart had problems, so he stayed out. Oh, and they didn't have an offensive coordinator for the first part of Lovey's first year, and they were awful. And then that continued into the next year. They fired Lovey. They kept Cutter. Then Lovey went, goes to Illinois. And there you, you go. have the full butterfly effect. He brings Hardy Nickerson with him. So, Actually, I'm going to blame it on Marcus Arroyo. Yeah, let's do that. Because <laughs> I worked with Marcus, so uh, we can we can go back that that far. Can I blame Andy Ludwig then? <laughs> yeah, that's fine by me. I was his personal assistant. <laughs> yeah, that that guy was weird. Oh man, oh man. Every time we would uh, we'd run that one play where they'd look back to the left, and we ran a run to the left every time. So. It was so obvious. And you're like, come up, everyone. Oh, what are we going to run? Oh, run to the left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with the five wide receivers. Oh, yeah, we'll run a screen off of this. Every single time they went to the five wide receiver set, it was unbearable. I'd be yelling at it from up, like, in the top of the north end zone saying, no, don't run the... <laughs> don't run that play. Not that play. Not again. And Maynard's going to miss the guy, and we're going to have to run it again, too. <laughs> and I'm going to have to sit here in the cold. Oh, man. Oh, the, oh that does not sound fun at all. Not, well, oh. you get paid to just that sit is true there, too. so it isn't too bad. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, on from the pros, back to our Cal football team of next year. Oh, big news. Big news. Uh, today's Monday. We found it out yesterday. Yes. Um, At 10.08 a.m. Demetrius Robertson, the five-star athlete slash wide receiver out of Savannah, Georgia, has committed to Cal. Yes. woo yes. They did the whole unveil. He had a painting. The painting was upside down, <laughs> which was my favorite part of the after. Or it was the morning, but... He seemed genuinely surprised by the fact of that. (laughs) He was. He was like, what the? (laughs) 
Because he kept looking under it. Because he kept it. checking. He kept like, checking okay, I hope, even... hope no one messed this up. But Lo and behold, someone messed it up. It was good time for everyone. Uh, Jacob Peeler, our uh, receivers coach right now, was the main recruiter for him. Yep. And if this proves one thing, it's that Buffalo Wild Wings is the ultimate closer. <laughs> and that we need to build one closer to Berkeley. So I believe the closest ones in like Union City or something like that. Pleasanton. Or Pleasanton. Pleasanton. Yeah, yeah. One of those I haven't cities. Been. <laughs> B-dubs. B-dubs. We need a we need a B-dubs. Yeah. At least a David Busters or something. Yeah, put it on campus. Maybe <laughs> need it for the ambiance and the decor. Not sure which one you like more. Oh. And, and exactly. I, from watching Demetrius's film. Just he was used in a mostly uh, option offense. I mean, they placed him everywhere, outside, inside, even at halfback. They went ran kind of a wing T, which I think is weird in today's high school system. When college, you're not playing in a wing T unless you're going to Georgia Tech, which was a possibility for him, or a service academy, Navy, right? Navy, and maybe a little bit of Houston, just because they run a bit more option offense. But he, you can see that he is just better than a lot of these kids you don't see yeah. that so often like you'll see a defender take a perfect pursuit angle to go after him like he's back here like maybe five yards off from the guy and the guy's made two and a half yards in, ahead of him diagonally they're five yards off but he'll take the angle it's perfect and he'll still be three steps beyond them and it's scary how fast he is and how functionally fast he is and just getting away from people and his vision and everything and you could go on and on about this and we will but we'll do that some other time <laughs> what about you andy any takes uh if you've seen demetrius's tape or anything like that yeah i watched his under armor tape a yeah. little bit and i mean that was in the game itself super impressive to see someone that looks that much faster than all the rest of the <laughs> yeah. some of the best uh, recruits in the country is Super exciting. Obviously, I was really quick right when I walked in to talk about the Deshaun comparison, um, which may or may not be accurate, but uh, I think he's exactly someone that we want in this program. Like the typical, like this is who we should be bringing in. And anytime we steal a wide receiver from Georgia Tech, is that's a good thing. They produce some really solid wide receivers. And I think we got someone last year who was also considering Georgia Tech, which is um, – which is, I don't know. Just in that area in general. Yeah. yeah. We seem to have really good southern yeah. roots. Like, yeah. I think Sunny must be cooking up some really yeah. good food when they come. and B-dubs, man. Yeah, B-dubs all <laughs> the way. It works. Uh, Jacob Peeler is best uh, General Sherman. And I hear that burning Peeler, through like, the south. Peeler as a recruiter isn't going to blow you. I, I mean, from what I've read is that he's not going to blow you away with – like, let's say, I mean, let's use our boy Tosh. Uh, Tosh. He's gonna, not going to blow you away with a boat and an Xbox. Yeah, exactly. With a boat and an Xbox and a nice little cup of cash. But yeah. he is going to talk to you, like, in, in a very, supposedly, like, um, like humble manner and one that comes off across very genuine. And to me, when you are uniquely tied with your workplace in a way that accurately reflects yourself, people buy into that. And so... I hope he's happy so, so badly um, because it's nice to have this type of momentum behind it and not have that all come crumbling down anytime soon. Anytime soon. (laughs) uh, He's 
he's a good guy. I think they've put the systems in place to yeah. just keep him around and they I mean they got that extra money to pay the assistants more, so he's gonna be getting some of that. Yeah. I mean I'm looking at this going, all right, we got Peeler to go get a guy across the country uh, by pretty much by himself. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, now our offensive coordinator is a pretty good recruiter as well. Yeah. So you put the two of them at a beat-ups yeah. with the top <laughs> ten recruits. Who knows? Anything can happen. Tate Anything Martell, happen. come on down. Yeah. <laughs> top five class, here we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. Um just like basketball, we had, <laughs> I mean, we had a top two basketball class last year. Yeah, right? we did. We did. Yeah. I mean, and, and uh, I don't know if you guys watched the video uh, of, like, Jacob Peeler talking about Demetrius, uh, but yeah. he was saying how, you know, they had the hype, the basketball team had the hype last year, and he kind of felt that momentum kind of swing towards this side as well. Um, and he, they wanted guys like this to be that, I don't know, that, that, that crown jewel of the recruiting class, I'd say, that... The guy that everyone's going to be like, oh, who's who's the, who's the big name on the Cal football team? And everyone's going to say, oh, the, the five-star guy that we got last year. You know, yeah. that that type of uh, just the buzz around campus yeah. and around the Bay Area, I think, is what they were looking for. And they certainly made a splash with this one. Yeah, but whoever they've got next year, because I think it was May 1st of last year, Jalen Brown committed to yeah. Cal. This year, May 1st, Demetrius Robertson. Who is it next year? Probably someone who plays baseball or something. <laughs> a new sport. Yeah. Like yeah. sand volleyball or something. <laughs> <laughs> or field hockey. I, I mean, that's cool that... Soccer. That they're actually paying attention to that, too. Yeah. You know, that Peeler is out there saying, yeah, basketball had the, you know, big signing class. We want to do that, too. Yeah. And I'm sure basketball is looking back at, at golf and being... I'm sure they're going to look at Jalen in the draft in the same way. And if we can get a little friendly competition going on, then that's only going to lead to good things for the program. Yep. Um, I think the football and basketball coaches are f- the friendliest that they have been in some time. Really? Yeah, that's awesome. Just because of who they are in I general. Mean, just because you'll see Sonny at a lot of those games. Yeah. And Conzo's a just... He's always tweeting about Cal football during person. the season, too. And he, I think Montgomery was more of a to himself. I'm going to do this my way and yeah. stay at everything else. But Cons is a more open sort of person. And Zedford was closed closed that same way. Yeah, too. I mean, they have open practices now. They never had open practices nope. under Tedford. Yeah, in fact, I'm sure you remember we would be scouting out for people up on Tightwad Hill. Believe and, me, I know. I, yeah. Dog was very vigilant, yeah. and he still is, but he gets to give out programs now, so he's happy. <laughs> it's a great it's, a day. it's always a great day to be a bear. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'd say that every day I see him. I think the kicker for me, too, I mean, since we're talking about that point, um, Steve Kerr apparently talked to the football team this past week wow. or a week, a week and a half ago. Um, and if that doesn't say that the basketball team and the football team are connected, I don't know what does. Yeah, and um, you know, guys like Trey Watson um, tweeted out. Uh, I think was it yesterday? He was like, you know what? I don't know if you're a recruit why you wouldn't come to want to come to Cal because in this past month, uh, we've had the number one overall pick. We've had Steve Co- uh, Coach Steve Kerr come talk to us. Yeah. Uh, we went uh, paintballing together as a team or something <laughs> like that. And uh, about that, yeah, and uh, some other thing. And I was just reading. That. I was like, that's that's pretty cool. I don't. Yeah, they try and bring in a lot of old. 
older players to just come back and talk to them. I know they had Herm Edwards last year. That was if you saw was, that speech, that was awesome. It was entertaining. They've yeah. had Ron Rivera come back yes. and talk to them. Just guys like that who say, "Hey, this is where we went. This is you can be as successful as I have been." Yeah, I love the tweet coach Ron Rivera wearing the ugly cow. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I was like, oh man, I was pulling for him to, you know. Yeah, that was a sad Sad Super Bowl from that regard. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, tweeting about Jared Goff when he got drafted. We're back. Yeah. We're back. They need We're to... on his good side now. He put hashtag roll on you bears. Yeah. I don't know if uh, anyone uses that hashtag, but it's, it's all good. From time to time, you know. <laughs> we're, we're all good. I mean, we always, we'll always have the story of him getting <laughs> Rod Benson so drunk he <laughs> couldn't get back home. Oh, man. Um, I mean, so... Let's let's look at the football side of this for with Demetrius coming in. I mean, our wide receiver position was already stacked to begin with. Uh, yeah. But We're talking like three deep at every, every single, single yeah. Every one of the four receiver positions. And we were talking how yeah. uh, you know for a couple of weeks now uh, we've been talking about who we might see be the the starters. Granted, they might not actually be starters because they'll probably split the snaps about fifty fifty with the guy sitting right behind them, but. I mean, if you were if if you're the head coach, who's who's the first four you line up? I think you put Robertson at the X. That's what uh, Nam was thinking that you do. Mm-hmm. Put him at the X. You have Stovall at the Y. Those yeah. are your two that are set right now. You put Chad Hansen at the Z. He's earned it. Yeah. And you put Jordan VC at the H. Really? I was very impressed by what he did at the spring game. Just they had him run basically seven yard outs every single time, and he. Turn that seven into twelve. Yeah, and he was open, and then he catch a crossing route, which just making the simple plays. You're going to need someone to do the simple stuff when you have Stovall and Robertson to do the complicated. I'm going to juke seven guys and make a break for the end zone <laughs> stuff. It's nice just to have a little dump off thing. He'll be a good replacement for Steven Anderson in that regard. Or are you in my opinion? For you, I mean, pretty much the same. Um, I. Man, I wish I got out to more spring practices so I'd have a better perspective on this. But I'd say, like, I'm looking for Strickland as the big body receiver downfield. Mm-hmm. Um, to, I mean, we have these guys like Stovall who you can keep running. I mean, Stovall on our offense is going to be absolutely ridiculous, especially when uh, he's coming across and uh, we can get some downfield blocking. It's going to be really hard to stop. So, um, yeah, I mean, relatively the same with – Hopefully, like, Strickland, and then there's Hawkins, right? Yeah. In, uh, or Hawkins is actually playing safety. So. He's not going both ways anymore? Uh, no. Oh, all right. Though we may have a bit of Robertson going both ways. Okay. No. Yeah, so He's I guess the optimist in Minnesota corner. That was still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, we uh, have plenty of guys. They needed yeah. him at safety. He's solid back there, especially since uh, Demario Drew had his knee injury. That's, yeah. We don't know how serious that is. Yeah, they still, still haven't announced it? No. Uh, no. Not I'll, officially. I'll, try and ask around but i have no clue at this point yeah i'm worried that i mean this could go this could go a whole different rabbit hole but the linebacker depth and the like injury to to mario drew and we are we're razor thin on the other side of the ball the razor i yep. think that it's mostly in the linebackers in the defensive line we have a lot of guys who can play defensive back that just haven't there's depth there it's just unproven depth yeah like, yeah. you have Evan Rambo, who's a 
by all accounts, a stud at safety. Yeah, stud. And Jalen Hawkins and uh, just Malik Psalms and yeah, Antoine Albert, who is a senior this year, but he hasn't really played that much after coming over from DVC. And just guys like that who are hungry to prove themselves. And I think Ellensworth, if he makes a jump for this next he was he was great yeah. last year. Like there yeah. were some games when I focused in and just watched him, and I mean, I thought he was really impressive. And some of that could be Darius White helping him out, but I thought yeah. he, like in isolation was quite good most of the time. There were four separate plays in that USC game where he had an interception, and if he had gotten like half second sooner, he could have just turned around that much sooner and gotten the catch and. Could have sealed it, but that's what another year is going to do yeah. for him. Yeah, that's that step. And then, of course, we can't forget Cam Walker too. Made yeah, a pretty Cam good Cam Walker last year. and just is he got better at tackling. And admittedly, while he, I think we've discussed it, discussed this before that he was kind of streaky and yeah. how he was tackling. He got solid, and then we saw Trey Turner make interceptions and so on and so forth. Yeah, I, I think this guy's the limit for the defensive backs, but. The other two areas on defense have to get better. Yeah, linebacking. Uh, yeah, we have like five scholarship linebackers now. You know, uh, but there, maybe six. Hey, Darren Brown looked pretty good uh, as yeah. an outside linebacker in spring ball. So yeah. we'll see how much he can bulk up over the like summer. Good hybrid role. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I mean, the hype—the hype is just building more and more, right? I mean, our first game in. Australia and we get to see all these I don't know what time it'll I I haven't has have any of you guys calculated what time it'll be here when I the game is on in in Australia? I think they're like seventeen hours ahead or something ridiculous like we that. This is like the Australian Open as our um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Around the same oh, time. Man, so. that's not good then. <laughs> that's like yeah. lunchtime around here for like a for the one of the evening games. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. And then because Australian well. Sometimes I remember staying up till so it could be early morning. It could be, yeah, it could be like oh, three, boy. two or three a.m. <laughs> oh, eh, that's not terrible. I've watched some. They had a Red rest- Bull gives you wings. <laughs> <laughs> had wrestling pay per views in Japan that started around like I think three or four our time. I yeah, all forced the uh, myself to wake up for sure. all the Premier League fans are probably going like, "Come yeah. on, you guys, you can wake up at that time." Yeah, uh, I was. I I woke up at six on Sunday to watch my United guys play Leicester, and I, all I right. that so. That wasn't that bad, but when sometimes when they have the 3 a.m. kickoffs, I go, damn it, I wish I lived on the East Coast. 6 a.m., that's fine by me. Anything before that is... It's, a, it's just... It's pushing it. The biggest debate is whether you stay up or sleep. I think that's the biggest one. If it's that 3 a.m., it's do you, do you sleep and get in like three or four hours and then, and then try and wake up? Or do you just try I, and... I go for naps it. throughout the day. <laughs> you you got to plan it like... You got to have some, like, five-hour energy specific points at the house when you pass out on the floor. <laughs> what is like a breadcrumb trail? <laughs> I've had this problem before studying for finals. I'd fall asleep at three, wake up at five, stumble over somewhere, fall asleep for a bit, <laughs> write some more. <laughs> We'll have more tips for everyone uh, come closer to football season hey, about how we're going to handle this Australian my, kickoff. My boss at Cal always used to tell me, C's get to Greece. So, <laughs> so, so it sounds like we had a similar boss. I did not get any C's. No. So. <laughs> All right, on to some other sports. Uh, we move on to Cal basketball. Uh, 
We had news last week that the Martin Twins of North Carolina State were visiting, but instead they turned their plane around and they went to East Carolina instead. How they turned their plane around, I'll never know. We never know. They're they're not coming here. We only have one scholarship space open by, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Jordan Cornish decommitting after uh, we got uh, Grant Mullins. Mullins, yeah. And why, why did Jordan why Jordan decommit? Was it a grace thing or was it? I mean, it's a little hush hush. It just kind of just happened out of nowhere. Oh. Uh, but the general assumption, I'm assuming, if it's this late in the process, it's probably can make the academic requirements to get into Cal. Yeah, gotcha. I I don't know anything, yeah. so that's that's the best guess at it. Yeah, I, I can't. It's a guess you don't want to make. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so Grand Mullen's coming in. Guard from Columbia. Uh, I was looking at his stats over the last season. 13.1 points per game. Uh, he shot pretty well from three. Yeah. Uh, on average, he took about four threes a game, made about two of them. That's so fine with me. That, that's not that's bad. All you need. That's not bad at all. And he was uh, close to 80 or 85% from free throw. That's 86%. Exactly what, yeah, that's exactly what we need. We yeah. need a free throw shooter. Remember shoot. that. And um, he very much didn't come up through our coaching staff. No. So that no. might be a big plus. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we do have a big name visiting, uh, Drake Center Dominic Olejniak. Olejniak? Olejniak. The big pole. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's a, a seven foot one. He's a finesse center. Uh, yeah. He's not a he's not a power guy like the other two guys we have on our roster. Um, so he's visiting this weekend. So if we lock him up, we have three seven footers on our team. Can any other NCAA team say that they have three seven footers on their team? I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> No, uh, and this guy would, he's a, f- he played one year at Drake, which means he would have to sit out this upcoming year, but we would have him for another three years. Wow. And so, wow. not bad. Not a bad deal. And since uh, Cam and Kingsley are both juniors this year, yep, yeah. you give him this year, then he'll get to develop against these guys their senior year. Well, and, and this year, too. He'll, he'll and play this, against and them. And this year. He'll and this year. He'll get two years of good development against guys who are going to, just give him trouble yeah. by being just huge in general. So, yeah. um, And then, so that's the big one. Uh, but also, Jalen Fisher, who is the number 18 point guard in this year's class, the 2016 class, decommitted from UNLV after that whole fiasco of head coaching changes and all that good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And apparently he said Cal is one of the teams that have called him up. So Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I mean... We'll be very stacked at the point guard position. We'll just need other positions to yeah. fill in later. Yeah. Um, and so that pretty much wraps it up for basketball talk. Although I will say this, a um, little asterisk fun thing. I was at the RSF this past Saturday. Uh, a couple of me and my buddies, we wanted to play some basketball. So why not go to the RSF? We played downstairs, a little four on four, uh, but there weren't enough people. So we went upstairs. Uh, and we decided to play. There were, apparently a, a friend came and told us uh, she was going to go play upstairs and play five on five. So we said, "All right." Um, a couple minutes later, we went up to join her. Lo and behold, Jalen Brown is playing pickup ball in the upstairs gym of the RSF yeah. wow. against Roman Davis. Just wait, no way. Yeah, they were just they they played on opposite teams because they of course if both of them played on the same team that. That would be a mauling, in my opinion. Uh, A lot of those guys like to just play up there. I mean, I've played in pickup games with uh, Ty Wallace and Robert Thurman. That was (laughs) he was jacking up threes. That Thurmanator. But yeah, I mean, it was really cool. I mean, there were moments where he, most of the time, you know, he would just dribble a crap ton and then just 
take jumpers. Of course, he would sink them because no one could even get a hand near his eyes. Yeah. Um, he had a clear view of the basket. Um, and then a couple of times he would, he would just uh, get outlet passes and just run down the court. Um, and <laughs> people would just... I just I distinctly remember people just kind of like they would they would already be under the basket because you just had like a safety guy there, but he would just kind of slide out of the way because you knew Jalen was going up for a dunk. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't want to be any you part don't, of the you post don't try ride. and stop that. <laughs> uh, but he, I mean, he threw out some nasty ones. He threw him one between the legs. One uh, he threw one, but uh, yeah, and he threw another one kind of like the uh, the Oregon State one yeah. where he kind of he literally jumped up like a pencil with the ball straight up yeah. over his head. And then he just kind of just soared towards the basket for a couple seconds and then just throws it down with his right hand. Yeah. Easily. So. I feel like he elevates and then has like a second wind. Yeah. yeah. It's like he has the He has initial, a jetpack. He has yeah, a turbo button. He's like, yeah. I want to go a little bit higher yeah. this time. He can hang there for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, but, I think he got propelled up on that uh, shaft in R1. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, Roman Davis, seeing him uh, play against Jalen. He looked pretty good. I mean, granted, he's not playing against guys his size. You know, it's just pickup ball. It's just loose. But for a guy that was a like a two-star um, that we got late in the process and sat out last year, mm-hmm. he looked pretty good in my eyes. Um, yeah, but and whenever, I believe the last game, home game of the season, uh, Ty and Jalen were both asked about Roman Davis, and they're like, oh, man, he's getting so good. you it he's going to be fun to watch next year. He so, was awesome. he's athletic and he was nailing threes. So <laughs> that good alone, sign. yeah, that's a very good sign. He's good lefty too, which I always think confuses other teams. Yeah, because not a, a lot of people aren't left-handed. No, that's like eleven percent of the population, right? No, yeah, it's like the left-handed quarterback thing. Like yeah. why the DBs can't catch the ball because yeah. it's spinning the opposite yeah. way. And yeah, and just the. Yeah, I played with a right-hand, left-handed quarterback in high school. I was confusing as hell. <laughs> I didn't catch anything. But that wraps it up for the the basketball side of things. Um, we don't have that's basketball is pretty yeah. on a downswing right now. So it is interesting that the approach because I was really concerned with the off season that our depth, say Rab had decided yeah. to go. Where does that leave us? Did we kind of sell out the future for one awesome year? Well worth it by all means, not yeah. questioning that. But um, to see the approach that we took as a staff to get these transfers that have additional years of eligibility, like albeit we did get a grad transfer, um, like Grant Mullins is a grad transfer, right? So we yeah, got for just one, year. one year. But uh, to see... At least, I believe Jordan Cornish had multiple years, yeah. and um, you know, if we got Dominic, I'm not even going to try the last name. Yeah. But three <laughs> years—that's building a future, and that is really important right now because uh, with you know our recruits dropping off with the Quanzo and the Yanni stuff, which we don't have to get into. Yeah. They, I was really concerned. they did hire a new assistant coach. If we want to get into, oh that. yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, Stanford Tim O'Toole, yes, this former Stanford guy. Under Dawkins for the past couple of years, good X's and O guy. Yeah, he's a he, apparently he's a great X's and O's guy, and he developed uh, all their big men. So guys like um, Nostic, Nostic. I can't remember who their big man was before Nostic. Uh, um, yeah, I just can't remember. Don't guys, remember. And Anthony Brown. Um, yeah, Anthony Brown's a big one. One of those um, guys, uh, Dwight Powell. Yep, yep, Dwight Powell. That's right. There, there we go. Um, so he developed big guys like that. We had. We got Coach Jones last year mm-hmm. from Louisville, who 
he coached the big guys at Louisville too, guys like the Montrezl Harrells and, and so on and so forth, and the Gorgie Gorgie Jangs. Um, but we have two big men coach now, which I think Viking will probably transition into probably coaching the guards. It would make sense that way. Um, but I mean, I think it's a great hire. We needed an X and O's guy. I think most people were wanting an X's and O's guy because badly we had no. We were. That same out of bounds play where we where we hit the pass to Jordan uh, Jordan Matthews in the corner for the three mm-hmm. out of any of those quick in inbound plays, that got that was fun to watch. But pe- teams were catching up to that real yeah. easily. So I mean, he made the three on a lot of occasions. A lot of occasions. <laughs> that's just because he's really good. Yeah. So I mean, with I think on Andy's point, it makes sense. We build we build our backups and our base and. Who knows? Maybe these guys do turn into starters in a couple of years, but we build up that bench for now. And then this recruiting cycle with Jordan leaving, with Bird leaving, with Singer leaving, with Roger leaving, that frees up four, at least four spaces for guys to come in. And, you know, who knows? We, I don't like doing this route, but you can pull the kind of the Coach Calipari route, mm-hmm. right? You can go, hey, guys, yeah. we got four spots for you. Five if you count Mullins. Exactly, yeah. We got five spots for you. Do you guys all want to come over and play on the West Coast all together for one year? I mean, yeah. seriously, it could work. And the weather's nice. Yeah, I mean, the, with the guys they're going after too, with the with the power forwards like Ira Lee. Yeah. Uh, with the with the point guards in. I mean, uh, Ira Lee's kind of already here because he's in Napa. That's right. That's right. Still weirdest place to have a prep school. I, yeah. It does not make any sense to me. <laughs> My hope, I I really hope he does come here because I'm I'm I haven't confirmed this, but I'm ninety percent sure he's. He's a part Korean. Uh, his profile picture on his Twitter account has a Korean flag on it. He's wearing like a bandana with a Korean flag on it. And, really? I, tweet, and I tweeted at him and he said, got a rep for all my Koreans. So I, I don't understand what that means, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that means he's like a 90, I'm 90% he's part Korean, um, which I'm ecstatic for. I would, I, I think I might I might die in happiness if that happens. As long as this isn't like some sort of Daniel LaRusso wearing the <laughs> Rising Sun headband and the Karate Kid thing. I hope not. I hope not. Um, but with guys like that and guys like uh, Jordan Brown, um, guys like P.J. Washington, the five-star small forward. And I mean, um, we have uh, Hickman and Jamal Baker already. Exactly. Who are excellent. Yeah. Baker's getting Jamal more Baker's and more accolades. point guard. Um, but, I mean, who's to say we don't pull a class... Like we did last year. Yeah. Maybe even better. I mean, granted, we might not get two guys in the top five, but from an overall class standpoint with a lot more balance. So my question to you guys is how much influence did Yanni have in our big class where... I didn't think he had the most influence, to be honest. Because I heard when we got him from... Harvard. Harvard, right? Yes. I thought he was the dynamic recruiter that we were picking up who could bring in the the guys that wanted the academics but also were really athletic. That's what I thought, too. I, From what I heard, he wasn't – I don't think he was the lead recruiter on either Ivan or Jalen. He yeah. was the lead in appropriate text. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to get too far into that. but I know – well, I know this from Ivan and Jalen. I know for Ivan, Coach, coach uh, said – and Ivan said this, too – Ivan was the first one he called as soon as his press conference ended where he signed uh, to become the head coach here. Mm-hmm. That was the first recruit phone Konzo. call. Konzo did. That uh. was the first phone call he made was to Ivan. And so that's where he started to build that. With Jalen, apparently he was already he had already started to recruit him when he was at Tennessee. 
Yeah. Uh, so there's the connect. That was the connection yeah. that was already there. From yeah. so, that sounds right. Uh, yeah. Conzo being the lead recruiter. Yeah. Um, I remembered. And with Yanni leaving, I feel like Coach Jones is going to be a bigger part of the recruiting staff and be that big the this, the closer in my opinion. Yeah. He's the Jacob Peeler. He will be the Jacob Peeler of the basketball. Hell, maybe they can loan out Peeler. Yeah, maybe that would be that would be pretty good. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Why not? Why not? He Go can both. get an extra paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> Go both ways. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean that's that's my thought process. Is I think he'll step into that role, and I mean he, you know, with the Tyson Jolly thing, I think he was he probably was close to to Yanni. That's why he had that. You know, the, the, the whole, it's, I feel like it's unstable here, so yeah. on and so forth. Which, if I'm a recruiter, I mean, it makes sense, right? You don't know, the coach still hasn't signed a contract. The guy that was recruiting me just left. I feel um, like nobody gets the UC system better than us having been in it. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, of course he doesn't have a contract. That's what life in the UC is all about. <laughs> but then from the outside, they're like, uh, the coach doesn't have a contract. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> This isn't a good look. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Especially especially after all that news leaked about him just still working off the offer sheet. I mean, that was not a good look for us. No. Not at all. But I did appreciate how quickly Kwanzaa got rid of the Georgia Tech rumor. Yeah. Um, whereas when we went through this with Sonny, it was just like, oh, those were it was like just tough deflecting, things. You yeah. know, it was like, oh, here and here and here and here. And I was just like. No one's and you know Quanzo came out and it was like Georgia Tech and it was nope he's no longer a candidate within a couple of hours signals to me that he clearly told either his agent or somebody look I'm not interested staying, staying at Cal yeah. I'm staying here yeah the yeah. weather's too nice here I don't want to move to Georgia <laughs> that's it. yeah it's a exactly exactly we're gonna bring the Georgia guys here that's yeah. what we're gonna do we're gonna bring we have way again better. Sherman's <laughs> run through the South man we're burning it down. <laughs> We have the best Mexican food. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys know, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, best all the foods. <laughs> best all the foods. <laughs> we have the best Chicago-style pizza. <laughs> I will say, I lived in Chicago for three years, and all my Chicago people can kill me for this, but Zachary's is far better than anyone. I tried every one. Every single one, Zachary's is better. Mm-hmm. Take it to I'll my take that Zachary's I've never been to Chicago, bar- but I'm going to agree. I'll take yeah. it. Um, I don't know. This is this is a little little fun little t- trivia tidbit, but I'm Demetrius Robertson. Apparently, when he when he came to visit Cal, one of the people he talked to the longest was Jalen Brown. Awesome. Yeah, I, that's <laughs> they played chess in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted like just walk in like you know just Dwinell one of these days and just. I mean, it, it can't happen anymore. But if he was still, if Jalen was still here, just you know, can you imagine just walking in? Uh, you know, one of the Dwinell classrooms, and you see a six foot eight basketball player in there playing chess against probably like some little Asian kid. I'm <laughs> just, <I'm>, just <laughs> hitting the button on the clock and as they move pieces. I mean, that'd be awesome. I imagine it's a lot like Prince playing basketball with Charlie Murphy. Yeah. Checkmate. Ex- yeah. Yeah. Blouses. Let's have some pancakes. <laughs> Game blouses. <laughs> Oh, um, all right, all right. That wraps it up. That really wraps it up for uh, basketball. On to some baseball talk. Uh, we had three games this past week. We won one against Cal Poly, five four, but we dropped two out of three to um, Washington this week. Uh, we lost the first one four two. We won the second one seven one, and we lost the third one seven four. Yeah, they're on the struggle bus. Yeah, uh, so we're not ranked anymore. Uh, we are twenty four and sixteen over uh, overall, and ten and eleven in the Pac twelve. 
Uh, Dalton Jeffries is still not back, so we're still waiting on him. Yeah. I think so, Roger Mason's supposed to be back this week, so that'll be a big Roger one. Mason? Rod, no, sorry. Oh, my goodness. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I'm getting all my names mixed up. But, yes, our pitcher. Ryan Mason. Ryan Mason will will be coming back this week. Who's Roger Mason? I don't know who Roger Mason is. I kind of want to know now. Isn't Roger Mason? He was a basketball player. Uh, NBA. Yeah, he played, yeah he played Roger Mason Jr. Yeah. Yeah, he played he for played the Spurs. For, he played for the Spurs for a while. Yep, yep. There you go. Yep. Knew I'd heard the name. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that wraps it up for us today. Uh, yeah, it, this is my bedtime usually. Yeah, but I will yeah, leave you. Thanks I, for staying up late for me, guys. I'm, I'm, very, <laughs> I'm very early to bed, so I no, will, it's fine. I will leave you guys with some quotes from uh, University of Georgia fans uh, that were angry about Demetrius Robertson not signing with Cal. Should I sing in the arms of the angels in the background? <laughs> I was thinking some Enya. Maybe some Enya. <laughs> uh, wow, Cal, seriously, you obviously aren't real serious about playing football. Okay. Um, there are some ones with profanity, so I'm going to steer clear of those. Cal, question mark, exclamation point, WTF. Some guys commit to BS football programs just to have all the spotlight on them. Looks like that's what this guy's doing. He wanted all the attention on him. So, so far. So what made us think he'd change? They don't allow spotlights wow. there. The Hillside Authority yeah. won't allow that. Um, there's another. This, is, this one's original. I hate the this one's very people. original. Cal sucks. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Very well done. That was my favorite. Um, good luck winning at the that poo school. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> we brought it down uh, it, to second grade. There has it. been some um, bad smells there before. If you go to Cal Fair for enough. if you go to Cal for academics, I'm glad you didn't pick UGA emoticon. At least pick ND for academics. Good luck. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, yeah, Notre Dame is the same school that had a guy get catfished for like. <laughs> A year and a half. Gosh, what a story uh, that was. Yes, it's still the best. Yeah. It led to the best Snapchat chain I've ever seen. Um, another Just like saying Lene Kekwa is here at the home. <laughs> take, open the door, take a picture. <laughs> another, She's in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> another yeah. an original one. All caps, Cal sucks. Another, another good one. All caps, bad decision. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think this one's my favorite one, though. I didn't read this to you guys earlier. Jared Goff question mark? I don't, I don't know what that even means. <laughs> I really don't even know what that means. Um, Cal question mark LMAO must not want to win. Um, another guy, I'm willing to bet you lost a lot of friends. You'll probably need to get, get out of town quick. Um, wow. Uh, I, I, the, what's the other one? Uh, oh, this one's our favorite, I guess. We talked yeah. about this before the show. Didn't help future job opportunities in Georgia. Good luck, though. <laughs> um, and then another one. I expected ND. Who goes to Cal for academics? Everyone. <laughs> We're the, they're the, Cal is the top academic public school oh in the country. God. In the world. In the world. In the world, too. Like, fourth in the world overall. UGA was the best option. Shaking my head. UGA is better. Diva. Bust. And, uh, Are, do they have a stutter or something? I don't How know. How do they translate that to Twitter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My goodness. And uh, another one just just shaking my head. That's, that was it. Um, what a pitiful display. Yeah. <laughs> we need... The... Do we do this? Do, no. Do our we, fans do this at all? They aren't as vocal about it because there aren't as many of them. They're just but grumpy old no. men. <laughs> the grumpy old men who don't know how to use the internet would 
be better like doing physics stuff. Yeah, I've, they'll I've, create another atomic bomb at least. I've yeah, yet to, to see a lot of Calfans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've yet to see a lot of Calfans tweet at actual recruits like this though. Yeah, and I think I've seen this more happen with SEC fans than any other fans. It makes sense. That's the. I mean, that is your. That is your fall. Is football? Yeah, and they. They live need. and they breathe. That and, and Tennessee fans and their infatuation yeah. with Conzo's career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we're totally not racist. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> 15,000 seizures. Yep. That, oh, was, that was fun dealing with them during basketball yeah. season, during that downstretch. But I mean, some of this. Some they of this... need to cleanse themselves in the waters of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> 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 or whichever lake is down there in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I knew it. It's like near Smyrna down there. <laughs> I'm already impressed. Yeah. yeah. I'm already impressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we did not get any questions from fans today. Yeah, we uh, didn't ask for them, but we didn't get any. I did. Either. We did ask oh. them. I did. I did. I, I haven't did. been paying attention then. I did uh, tweet it out earlier today, but we did not get any questions from them. So <laughs> what's a question um, that you want to ask? That I want to ask? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, well, I, 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 will, I will say this story. Uh, today, um, there was a, a soccer team. There were two soccer teams playing today. Uh, granted, some people might not even care about this. Uh, but uh, one team uh, is perennially good, uh, but they were horribly abysmal this year. The other team, perennially bad but they were in second place vying for a chance to win the title this year. I don't know if you guys watch enough soccer, but how it works is every time you win a game, you get three points. Every time you tie a game, you get one point. Every time you lose, it's zero. Team with the most points at the end of the season, they win the title. Like hockey. Yeah. So, so this team is in second place, and in order to keep their title hopes alive, they need to keep winning the last three games of the season. Is this and, Premier League? Yeah. Yes. Is this... Uh, the Spurs. The Tottenham, yeah, Tottenham, Tottenham. Tottenham Spurs need, oh, needed... My- one of my best buddies is the biggest Spurs fan yeah. of anyone I've met. The, so there's I, a, there's a couple of Golden Blocks guys that are I really idly big root fans. for them yeah. when I watch. So they're playing today, and then um, I was tweeting at I think it was uh, one of our Golden Blocks writers, Sam, who's in Alabama, by the way. This is a quick shout out to Sam. He's driving up from Alabama to the Bay Area with his dad. He said he's going to catch up on all our podcasts. Awesome. So this is a. It takes 48 hours of just driving. <laughs> <What's> wow. <that? laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> he said he's going to take five days to do it. Oh, boy. So um, this is he wanted a shout-out, so this is a quick shout-out to him. But I, I was talking to him about that, and I said, why are you guys Spurs fans? And um, he tweeted uh, he tweeted at me we saying— We got lost on the way from San Antonio. <laughs> he tweeted at me saying, you know, it, it might actually just be destiny. And I— I had no idea what he was talking about, um, but he sent me this article that was basically comparing pro teams to, or pro soccer teams to colleges, and how you choose a soccer club based on your college football team. And of course, of course, why wouldn't they have Cal? Um, and no way. Yeah, and I just need to read you guys this explanation of why Cal. Cal fans should be Tottenham, uh, Tottenham Hotspur fans. A team with boring, and I, this is, I'm quoting now, a team with a boring, unspectacular recent history, which has employed a shocking amount of tremendous talent, hash, or parentheses, <laughs> yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Marshawn Lynch, Deshaun Jackson, is a very small sample size, but can't even reach a marquee game. Cal fans are self-effacing, but pessimistic about any eventual outcome, <laughs> comparable to 
Tottenham Hotspur, like Cal, have employed a host of players who are now NFL stars. Tottenham once had guys like Gareth Bale and Luka Modric playing in the same lineup, both of whom play now for the super team called Real Madrid. Now both are gone without bringing Spurs any glory. Harry Kane, which is their newfound star, who's a 20-year-old striker, uh, is now starring for Tottenham. But fans outside his future um, are already lamenting his future outside of their home stadium. Hey, the man. While Notre Dame and Liverpool tend to blow it up in the big game, Cal and Tottenham are most susceptible to falter one game before that. Wow. I don't know who wrote this, but it's it's perfect. I need that in my life. Send that over to me. (laughs) Yeah. I got to send that out. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. Uh, I'm going to root for Crystal Palace anyway. (laughs) Mostly because they sound like a strip club. That too, but they also have a really cool tradition where an eagle flies in through the stadium before every game. That's really cool. That's one of the really cool things. And every time they win a game, uh, out of the home stand, that home side uh, goal, they have bubbles that come out of the stadium. Like they have a bubble machine. Love it. That's really cool. Um, A lot of soap. I have a question for you guys. Yes. Um, It's a two-part question. How long have you been doing this? Together. Wow. It's been like eight months, I think. Yeah, this so. is the week before football season started is when we recorded our first show. Awesome. Yeah, so eight months. Yeah. And what is your favorite highlight looking back on it? Oh. Um, talking to Steve Croner last week was a lot of fun, too. The, the Ryan Gorsey episode, that was a Gorsey pretty, was, that fun, was a fun, even one. though I didn't get a damn word in. So. <laughs> no. He talks a lot, but no. it's a good kind of talking. I it's sat not next a bad to him time. when I was doing, you know, taking over the Twitter feed for mm-hmm. one of the games. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> he's entertaining. You get to make fun of him occasionally because he dresses like a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the hat. Yeah, anytime we have a guest on, I think it's been best. the fun ones, right? With yeah. Nam on. Nam was fun. Rollins. That was a that was a fun episode yeah. too. Because um, he is the he ultimate looked, Cal pessimist in the entire world. He reminded me of a lot of uh, Blink One Eighty Two songs that I blocked out. So <laughs> that was fun. Which, by the way, con- if you're Rollins, if you're listening to this, congratulations! You have won uh, <laughs> season tickets to the women's volleyball uh, team this upcoming year for renewing your men's basketball tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> I, saw that. I saw that earlier. I probably shouldn't keep getting these emails. <laughs> um, yeah, but that wraps it up for us. Uh, Trace will no longer be joining us on this show. Yeah. Is, as you I'm, said. I have become the new publisher of Cal Rivals. Yep. Yep. And... Congrats. Thank you. Moving I, on to bigger and better things. He's actually getting paid for this work now. Yeah, no. <laughs> the most, the apt comparison I've made to a lot of people is that I feel like Ryan from The Office when he gets promoted to the VP position <laughs> so that he goes from being a temp to being the boss. It kind of feels like that, except I will not have a massive drug problem. Yeah. Can you not come back to us like homeless? <laughs> no, I will that? not have frosted tips. <laughs> All the... I'll be fine. I'm. Uh, I'm thinking that this is going to be good. Are you and going to defraud the company, though? No, <laughs> not yet. Anyway, I need a few years in there to do that. No, not at all. Not at all. He's, but, he's Nam's boss now, so he has actual yeah. actual obligations. Can I love I, it. Can I plug this right now? Because we are running a promotion. Plug until, it. Plug until it the, shamelessly until the end of Star Wars Day, where if you enter Cal 2016, you get four months for free. Really? So, yeah. Oh, into yeah. Into the promo code. Why I'll not? shoot that out to a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. not? Do that. Sign up. It'll take you through the first week of the regular season, at least, and I'll give you enough reason to keep coming back. Yep. Awesome. Love it. I know. Since the men's warehouse guy isn't around anymore, <laughs> I can say I guarantee it. 
There you go. Joe Namath is busy doing other things. All right. Um, well, that wraps it up uh, for this show. Um, Au and, revoir. And uh, Trace will be back as a guest. Yeah, I'll be back eventually yeah. once I figure all this out. I, I mean, I, it's weird working from home, but it's kind of fun. So just get to sit there. I was telling Rob I set up my old Super Nintendo and I've been playing a lot of Super Mario World and I'm <laughs> god awful at it. Um, I have an N64 and it still to this day I'm playing King Griffey Jr. in a season and oh, the Lord. Giants are I think 52 and 0. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do that with WWE No Mercy. That's be all end all of games for me. That's awesome. Uh, well. Um, We'll let you ride off into the sunset trees. I mean, it's very dark outside (laughs) right now. It's very dark outside. (laughs) Uh, But as always, uh, we are signing off here. Uh, Go Bears. Go Go Bears. Bears. You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why?